Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wonderfilled Week Podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Corey, and today I have a treat for you guys for my premiere episode. My very first guest on my very first episode is one of my bestest and oldest friends. Uh, we've known each other for over a decade. And she is one of the most beautiful people inside and out that I've ever met. One of the most thoughtful, genuine, sincere people. And she went to Harvard, so she's like crazy smart. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the podcast, my bestie, <laughs> Julie Rakowskis. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Welcome. So excited. Thank you for being my first guest. Of course. Wouldn't want to do it with anybody else. I'm honored. All right. Well, you kind of already have an idea of what Wonderful is all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said it a bit in the intro, but we're just here to have some fun. Okay. To create a safe space for people to come listen, learn maybe a little, and have some input, and just a positive, fun space. I love it. I'm yeah. happy to be a part of it. Thank you. So welcome to Wonderfield Week. We're here in sunny San Diego. Sunny San Diego. It's a beautiful evening. Mm-hmm. We are enjoying an espresso martini with Bailey's. Made by yours truly. Yes. She's also, oh, I should have mentioned, she's a mixologist as well. Thank you for using my official title. (laughs) Add it to the resume. (laughs) So Julie, tell the people a little bit about yourself and why you're here in San Diego visiting. Yeah. Um, I am an educator for Boston Public Schools, and I'm here this week primarily for work, although I mixed in a lot of pleasure while I was here. Um with an organization called Next Generation Learning Challenges, where myself and a group of other educators from Massachusetts had the privilege to observe some very innovative schools and programs that are being run currently in the San Diego area. So we were able to see some really incredible projects, some incredible teaching and learning and instruction going on in schools that we will hopefully be able to take back to the Boston area this year. I love that. Me too. And while you were doing all those amazing things, I was in the hotel room waiting. <laughs> Lounging like a queen. <laughs> like the queen I am. <laughs> She's wearing a fur coat. She's really a queen. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell my deep thoughts on this first episode. Um, okay, so we're here. Uh, we have a little bit of a bio, so I love that. So I just figured we'll get into a little bit uh, some segments. Perfect. What do you think? So I'm going to try out a few segments. This is going to be trial and error. Great. And we'll see what works, what fits. We have a little bit of input from the listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, so our first segment is called Questionable Content. Oh. So this is a little bit getting to know you. Okay. Kind of like a 20 questions with a twist. Okay. So let's get started with the first question. So I put this one out to the public. I put it on the Wonderfield Week Instagram. So the first question is, what is your favorite word? So mm-hmm. while you think about your answer, okay. these are what some of the listeners had to say. Madison says confidence because it is key. Mm-hmm. And she's 100% right. Um, a few people said love, which I loved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love their reasoning. Love because it's so pure. Mm-hmm. That's Francis. Patty says love because it rolls off the tongue. I love that. Love that. Love that. Uh, and Katie says Starbucks. Favorite word, trigger word. It's the little pleasures. Mm. And Meg says hope. And if we don't have hope, I mean, what else is there? Yeah. So I really dig that. I love that. So what do we think? What's your favorite word, Miss Julie? <sighs> there are so many. There's so many great words. If I'm thinking of a word um, that's evoking a feeling or propelling an action, then I have to be very literal. Okay. And I have to go with the word move. Move. I find that 
if I am internalizing something or if I'm sad about something, if I'm happy about something, if I'm curled up in a ball about something and I can just convince myself to move or get that little voice in my head to say move, um, I find that a simple walk, um, getting outside in fresh air, doing the dishes, it just, for some reason, it always makes me feel a little bit better. I like that. So move, just make yourself move. It's so true. And if you think about it, it has many meanings. You can be moved. Yeah. Not even in a literal sense. Yeah. I mean, you can get up and get going, or you can be moved by something. Mm-hmm. So I can see that. It's powerful. It's really powerful. I like that. Okay, second question for questionable content. What is the best part of your day? So I had some good answers from the group. So Courtney says, laying in bed with my boys and having my oldest read to us. That's adorable. That is so sweet. And Jessica says, taking off my bra. Isn't that everybody's favorite part uh, of their day? So now she took my answer. Show me so the lie. <laughs> I have a second to come up with a new one because that is the best part of my day. Katie <laughs> says, my first sip of Java. Madison says, checking in with my family back home. Mm. I love this. Oh, Jen says, wine and a mug cake. Period. Alone. Period. Indulgence. That sounds awesome. <laughs> she paints a picture. What's the best part of your day? The best part of my day... Um, it's probably when I get home from work and I cook myself a meal. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's just something about finishing a long day at work, coming home, getting all the different pieces going, the smells going, that feeling of accomplishment when your meal is complete and you can sit down and enjoy it it just relaxes me and I really enjoy cooking oh I like that see Mm -hmm. now most people would see that as a tedious task no like I I just had a long day I have to go home and cook like it's just another chore but you really flipped it on its head I love it I take such enjoyment in it I take I take such pride um, I love the artistic side of it. I love mm. the, the plate arrangement when it's done. And even though I'm most nights just cooking for myself, I still take the time to make it look pretty on the plate before I eat it. Oh, my gosh. I feel as though I should tell the listeners, oh, no. since you're making your plate artistic, that Julie is a true, true blue artist. I'm talking singing, dancing, movement. It's even in your answers, movement. Mm-hmm. You are a playwright, an author, a writer, a songwriter, a playwright, everything. Is there anything you don't do? Uh, Even your cooking is an art. An amateur one, definitely. (laughs) I love that. I love the arts. What's your best meal? That's great. So I recently discovered what my best meal is. Okay, do share. Because I created and invented it. Okay, of course. And it's delicious. All right, do share. I start out with a... Paint a picture. Okay. If you will, (laughs) I'll take you on this journey. (laughs) I'm here for it. Start out with a couple of corn tortillas that I buy from Trader Joe's. Bake them in the oven, get them a little crispy. And then I saute some grilled chicken in the Trader Joe's yellow curry sauce. And I shred and pull the chicken. So I have a yellow curry chicken. I put it on the crispy corn tortilla. I add avocado. I add black beans, some diced tomato, sometimes a little bit of cheese. And I have these delicious little corn tortilla flatbreads with chicken curry. That sounds amazing. It's really good. It's my go-to, and I've been making it quite frequently lately. Oh, my gosh. That sounds incredible. Mm -hmm. Okay, next question for questionable content. What is an inspirational quote to live by? 
What are some of your... Now, okay, I have mixed... I have something to say about this. Okay. I feel as though lately, mm. the social media trend, or just the trend in general, is to sort of eye-roll mm-hmm. motivational quotes, yep. inspirational quotes. People think they're super corny and super, like, eye-roll. Mm. But I really... I'm, I I love them. I love them. I never get tired of them. They never get old. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, and I, I, I truly think that they are motivating. And they really them. are. And you'll, no, wait, you'll love some of these answers. Okay. Alex says, do what you got to do so you can do what you want to do. Love that. Love that. Love that. This one's absolutely beautiful from Jessica. She's like truly a poet. Get over your hill and see what you find there with grace in your heart and flowers in your hair. That's sweet. That's sweet. That's yeah. not just your average. Yeah. Motivational quote. Love is all you need, says Lori. That's a good one. Hmm. Courtney says you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Oh, you're going to love this one from Patty. The harder you work, the luckier you get. And that is so true. I love that. I love that. That really resonates. I truly believe that. It's about what you put into it. I really like that one, too. I love it. Okay, may your glass always be half full, says Francis. I like that positive outlook. Uh, Madison, have a little faith, and if that doesn't work, a lot of mimosas. I'm sold. <laughs> I feel like that needs to be framed in my home. I want to shirk the faith yes. for the mimosas. <laughs> Katie says, no matter how you feel, get up, dress up, show up, and never give up. That's good, too. I show like up. That. I love These that. These are all great. And yeah. Jen says, sometimes you can do everything right, and things will still go wrong. The key is to never stop doing right. I love it. That's practical. Yeah, that is practical. We need that. I needed that. And that's sometimes how I feel when I see them posted online. Like, I don't do the eye roll. I don't find them to be corny. Mm. If you find it, like, if it doesn't strike you, just keep scrolling. Sure. But sometimes, like, I'll literally comment on people's, like, oh, my God, I needed that. Didn't know I needed that. Thank you. And sometimes they really do stick with you. Right. Yeah. Well, if you guys are already following Wonderfield, you already know I'm about that life. Yeah. I'm about that life. I'm all life. about it, too. All right, tell me yours. Do share. Okay, well, speaking of sticking with you, mine, mine, this one that I'll share has really stuck with me over the years. Um, my mother said to me one day, this was a while back. This is probably a decade ago. I was in kind of a low place um, in life, personally, professionally, feeling really ambiguous about my life. Going through it. Yeah, just going through it, just feeling it. But a lot of people didn't necessarily know that. And Well, you're not the type. I'm not the type. You're and not going to be No. what was me. I keep I keep a lot to myself you do. and I kept it to myself. So I don't know how much she knew about what I was feeling or what I was going through, but you know, with the mother spidey sense, I'm sure oh, she could gosh. figure something out that about it. That mom tuition is on point. Yeah, oh my god. It's ridiculous. <laughs> a little bit too much sometimes. <laughs> they Pat, know. Patty Lou be knowing what I'm going through. They know. <laughs> Even when you don't say something, right. they know. And you know, I know they know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going through some things and I decided that I was going to head to the gym for a workout because that always makes me feel better. Right. So I went and I was walking out the door um, and I said, all right, mom, you know, I'll see you later. I'm headed to the gym. And she looked at me and she just said, give it hell. And, you know, she was referring to the workout, but I took it so literally in terms of practical application to life. And those three words have stuck with me through job interviews, through relationship struggles, through friendships, through trying to figure things out on my own, give it hell. 
they're so strong. It's so short and sweet, but it packs yeah. a punch. It packs a punch. And you know you and I text that to each other all the time since then. All the then. time. And I know you and I think I called you that day probably right. in tears saying my mother has no idea how much this fe- these three words affected me, right. but they did. Or did she? Or did she? Or did she? But I don't e- I'm sure I don't even know if she remembers that right. day, but I can tell you that over that last decade, those three words have become my mantra for anything that I want to accomplish for it's myself. It's so true. Anytime you and I are going through anything, we'll text each other that and I give swear when I see you send me that with the little muscle emoji, yes, and give I it feel hell, that. or a little punching emoji, yeah. I'm like, "Yes." Yes. It just really it truly like makes me smile. Yeah. I'm like, "Okay, I got this. Like Julie's got my back. Yes. Like give it hell." Give it hell. Do everything it you can. It's just so many things. Agreed. Give it hell. Anything. Was it the workout? Was it life? Was it the interview? It's everything. Just go down fighting if you're going to go down. It applies. Yeah. So much. I love it. Oh my God, I love it. I love Me your too. mom. Me too. I know. She is pretty amazing. Oh, moms are the best. Speaking of, happy birthday, Patty Lou. Oh, happy it's birthday, my Patty mom's Lou. Birthday. This episode is dedicated to you. Patty Lou, turning she, 40 a, today. A wonder-filled woman if I ever met one. She's the most wonder-filled woman. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be here without Patty Lou. Okay. The next question is, what is your favorite act of self-care? Oh. Now, before you think all bubble baths and face masks. Oh, yes. I got some good answers. From, Let's hear them. From, from the crew. Let's see what they had to say. Favorite act of self-care. Lori says a long, hot shower. Mm-hmm. Meg says long walks and a cocktail, which, sign me up. Love both of those. And now... Like I said, don't think all face masks and bubble baths, which is what I feel like people really affiliate right now in 2019 with self-care. They think it's that. Which are great. They're great. Oh, they have their time. Sure. In place. But Courtney says going to the gym after a long day at work. Mm. Now, that doesn't seem or feel like that kind of self-care, like indulgent, but it's what makes her feel better Mm -hmm. after a long day at work. Sometimes it is doing more work, but for yourself. Yeah. And I love that. Katie says hot yoga. Patty says... A coconut oil facial. Oh, that sounds nice. I love all of that. Yeah. What's your favorite act of self-care? So I'm going to jump on. I think it was maybe Meg who said a long walk in a cocktail. Mm-hmm. And although I love a good cocktail, I'm <laughs> going to take that part out of the equation. For me, self-care is getting home from work. And before, I'm obviously firing up the saute pans oh, in the kitchen. Oh, clearly. Um, is <laughs> Top going, chef <laughs> Is going for a walk. Um, I live, I'm fortunate enough that I live very, very close to the ocean, which... Oh, I also didn't mention that you're a mermaid. And also I'm a mermaid. If Julie's not by the ocean, she'll just expire. I love the sea. (laughs) I love the ocean. Always have winter, spring, summer, fall. It is my happy place. Right. So I live just a few minutes walk from the coast now. And I love coming home, putting my sneakers on, and just strolling down Taking a walk on the boardwalk so and nice. sitting on the seawall. You truly don't take it for granted. I really don't. Because when don't. you were in Nashville, you really missed I did. the sea. I really did you miss did. it. You did. And now that I'm home, it doesn't matter if it's raining or snowing or I still find my right. way there. You're not like a laying in the sun on just in the summer on the beach. No. You're like, I want to go there when there's a storm and yes. I want to scream yes. while the lightning and is I, striking. And I will. And you do. Don't be alarmed. I will. <laughs> I will not. I love that. So a long walk. So and I feel like walk. cooking's probably part of your self-care. And cooking is definitely part of it, too. It's just, it's just it feels like a luxury, taking the right. time to make something that you're going to enjoy and that fuels your body. And you're nourishing yourself. You're yeah. not just, like, having any old thing. Right. Like, you're really putting thought into it. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's nice. That's so great. It's the simple things. Okay, I have a question about 
Manifestation. Mm. Trigger word, hashtag 2019 word. Yes, <laughs> definitely 2019 word, if ever there was one. It is. It's, it is. But where, where do you stand? Do you think it's a bunch of bull? Do you think you're buying into it? Good. Manifesting. Call it something else if you want. Manifesting, setting an intention. Where do you stand with all this? Do you do it? Do you practice it? Mm-hmm. I think... To an extent, I've always practiced it, but maybe never really named it the way people are naming it now. Right. Okay. Um, setting and reaching goals. Right. I think was the I think manifest does give a new dimension to the process of goal setting, in that, um, you know, instead of just thinking about what you want, it's a it's the process of I can make this happen. So I have a couple of thoughts on it. I'm on board. Okay. Yep, I'm on board. I believe in it. I think it's such a positive practice for people, and it's something very optimistic that people right. can engage in. Um, and there hasn't been a lot of room for optimism lately for it's whatever so reason. It's so true. Yeah. I'm just happy to see anything on social media that's positive. Agreed. Definitely. Whether or not people are whatever. For manifesting, if you're manifesting for getting a job or manifesting that you're going to lose five pounds or if you're manifesting whatever it is mm-hmm. small big whatever yeah. it's like you're setting a goal yeah and you're feeling hopeful that you'll get there and while I do feel that that goal and reaching that goal is important I also am struck by and for a few years I've been struck by um this notion of the journey or the process and I remember when I first caught Instagram a few years ago, very late to the game, of course, as usual on social media. It's very fine. late You're to here. the game. You're with us now. <laughs> here I am. I'm on something called a podcast. <laughs> my my friends will explain it to me later. But anyway, <laughs> I'll teach her how to subscribe. It's fine. <laughs> Don't know what that means. Um, so I was reading an op-ed in the New York Times by this woman, and she was talking about a very late career shift that she had in her life. And she said, you can't view everything as a stepping stone. Um, Every stage shouldn't just be about getting to that one goal. Remember to enjoy those moments along the way. And that you need to stop and look around and realize if you're led astray off of your path, maybe that's for a reason too. And maybe it will lead you to an even greater goal or a greater accomplishment. So I do believe in manifesting. I, I do believe in setting and reaching goals. But I also want to be very mindful of what's happening along the way right? And, and feeling like that's also on purpose. And I think something that's misleading about people talking about manifesting, they some people may think it's just like a straight shot to mm-hmm. your goal. Sure. But of course, like anything else in life, there's going to be two steps forward, one step back. There's yes. going to be that, quote, messy middle yep. to get there. But you can get there, but it doesn't mean there's not going to be setbacks. And you can't let that discourage you. Right. And I think that's part of it. I mean, it's like yeah. anything else. If you set an intention and a goal and you work hard to get there, yeah. you will get there. Yeah. So if that's manifesting and that's what it's called, then so be it. And working hard is so essential. The it's, ones who work hard get lucky. I mean, that's... Right. Yeah, to go back to that. It's true because, like, people think, man, okay, this is my goal. I want this. Let me sit back and wait for it to get delivered like a pizza. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's hard work. Yeah. Okay. You have to put the hours in. What do you feel about vision boarding? Do you have one? Do you partake in this? Any 2019 vision boards? Vision boarding. <laughs> I'm, vision new to, boarding. I'm new to this. Yeah. This is the first year in 2019 that I actually physically made mm-hmm. a vision board. Mm-hmm. It's on the back of my door. I've broken it down into categories. Love that. I'm setting very specific intentions for each category. 
And it's something that I see first thing in the morning and last thing at night. So I'm really giving it a go. And that's great. The fact that it's in your head and that you're starting your day and ending your day with that visual is awesome. Something tangible that you can see and think about. Right. And envision. Do you have one? Good question. (laughs) I do. I think I don't have a physical vision board where I live, but I absolutely have one in my head running all the time. Um, I create them with some of my students at school. Oh, that's really cool. So I'm definitely behind the vision, no pun intended, um, of the board. (laughs) Okay, share something from your vision board. Oh. Tell us. This is getting, this is personal. Tell us the personal intimate details. Okay. Um, I will share one piece of my vision board with you. Okay, please do. Um, And that goal is within the next five years, I'd like to have fully completed a novel. Oh, I love that. It's been on the goal list for quite some time, but I think moving it from goal list to vision board makes it a little more official. But I sort of like how you didn't say, like, in five months I want to have a novel. No. No, no, no. It takes time. Making it reasonable. Yeah. You know that's something that you can attain. It takes time. It's not outlandish. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, I want to read it. Can I pre-order it? Absolutely. I'm placing my order now. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, place your order. It's going to be a New York Times bestseller. (laughs) Do you already have an idea of what it's about? Um, I have a few ideas. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I really like that. Okay. What's something you are currently stressing about? Oh. Because we can't have a positivity podcast and pretend it's all good. How much longer do we have? <laughs> <laughs> we can be here all night. Just keep the drinks flowing. Because <laughs> um, that's something that yeah, I feel. I do yeah. have the wonderful pod, uh, Instagram. And pe- anyone who follows knows that I do keep it positive. Mm-hmm. I do try to inspire like a daily little motivation every day of the week, seven days. But like in like in life, we know ups and downs. Not perfect. It's not all a beautiful, perfectly curated Instagram page. Right. Like there's real shit going on. Yes. And so, well, I do want this podcast to inspire positivity. We wouldn't be real if we didn't keep it real. Yeah. So and it I'm keeps just, us grounded. Right. So even though you're a beautiful, successful artist, mermaid. You must have something that can cook up a storm. Wow, you know what's on my business card. There must be something stressing you. So I need the people to hear, like, someone like you who's so successful, bright, beautiful and intelligent and brilliant. And a mermaid. And a mermaid. Thank you. Uh, If you're stressing about something, it'll make, you know, we're all stressing about something. Yeah, and we are. And maybe you can inspire others with your, your input. Yep. Life's not perfect. No. And everyone has stressors and they, they make us resilient. Um, career is always a big one for me. Always, It's yeah. so hard because, you know, I started working in this field when I was a teenager. Um, and I've done it for so long and I love it and I took a break from it and I've come back to it. And I just always question if each move was the right move. Right. Um, and I think I'm someone who is always looking for what comes next. And sometimes that gets in the way. Because I, you know, I've just, I've been back at, um, with this particular school that I've been working at. I've worked at for many years before. I've been back with them for a year now. And it's great. It's a good fit for me. I love the students. I love the faculty. But because my mind can't get out of the what's next, it's almost as though I spend a lot of my days and time there, um, 
thinking away my days about right. what my next career move will be. Like you're be. not soaking in the moments. I'm not soaking in the moments. And I'm and I wonder if I will find the job or the position that will challenge me enough where I don't need to be thinking of what's next because I'm I'm in it and I am that fulfilled. But maybe I'm just that person who Yeah, because I'm gonna say do you think it's a particular job that you could potentially have in the future that you'll stop thinking that way? Or do you think you have to just stop thinking that way now, whatever job you're in? I don't know. I seem to always want more and more. Right. But uh, eventually that has to run out, right? I mean, eventually I need to just be happy with what I have, right? (laughs) Didn't they teach you this at Harvard? You're (laughs) You're supposed to teach me things. Oh, boy. I know. It's hard. I mean... I know when I, when we were in college, Julie and I went to college together in Newport. South Virginia University. Yes. Um, I was always in between education and theater. Mm. So I feel like it was always my two worlds. Yep. And I never knew which way I was going to go. And I would be in the play and I would be student teaching. And I'd be doing, I'd be in a classroom and then I'd be on stage back and forth, back and forth. And I still, I feel like I still do that. Yeah. Like I'm relocated yes. from Boston to L.A., and I still feel like I'm doing that. Yeah. Like, I'm doing commercial auditions, and I'm nannying. Yeah. Like, I'm still in that, like, tug of war with the two... It's almost like the two things I'm good at and the two things I enjoy. Mm-hmm. But I never know... I don't know what it is. I don't commit to one or the other. And maybe that's healthier. Maybe it's better to have variety. Maybe right. it's, it's good to have options and to not get stale in one thing. But it's tough, too, because, you know, some days it feels like you're just being pulled in a lot of different directions. Right. And I almost feel like in the interpersonal relationships I have, I can commit very mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. Like, I am married. I do have long friendships. Mm-hmm. It's like I have career commitment phobia. Oh, my God. <laughs> I Nothing has ever resonated more with me. That's yeah. so, that's such a great way to put it. I mean, it's so true. Like, my relationships, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. I met my husband, no-brainer. Friendships, 20-plus years. Yep. Career? Oh, I don't God. know. I don't know. Maybe. Is this right? Yeah. And then I'm finding myself constantly on the classifieds online, right. looking on Indeed, looking on Hire, just looking. And I couldn't love the family that I nanny for anymore. And the, Like, they're I, the and, perfect scenario. And they love you. And I couldn't love auditioning and being, like, creative mm-hmm. and, and doing the podcast and doing anything creative more. I couldn't love either more, but I can't quit one. I know. And I can't commit to just one. So maybe you're right. Maybe it's just the variety. Maybe it's a variety. I don't know what it is. Maybe we just have, like, this insatiable ambition. <laughs> I have too many tabs open. That's the problem. I got to pick one. Close them out. Okay, so the next questionable content for you. What's the best advice you've ever received? Mm. Or ignored? Mm-hmm. Can you tell me? This is a good question. Let's hear Um. Okay. The best advice that I've ever received was I graduated college and I was trying to decide whether or not I was going to move to London. Okay. Um, I remember as, this well. Yeah. As a budding artist, actor, thespian, whatever have you, starving artist, right. however you want to put it. And you had been there. And before. I had been there. I had studied abroad there um, my sophomore year in college and I loved it. I fell in love with the city. I love that. I still love that city. Um, so I wasn't sure what to do. Obviously, as a graduating college student, financially, it was going to prove to be a big burden. Um, and I, so I spoke with my friend Rob, who is still a very good friend, and just gives really sound advice, uh, sound objective advice. And he said, you will always wonder. You know, you could, you could decide not to go and it would be fine, but you'll always wonder how, like, what could have happened. 
So I ended up going. Yeah. And I'm really glad that I did. Um, I don't know that it was the experience I was looking for when I was there, but I know that I would rather have found that out than to have not gone and always wondered. Right. So I, I was really glad for that advice from him. See, I love that because it wasn't like he told you to go and it was picture perfect no. and it was a fairy tale. Yeah. I sort of like that it's like I, I took the advice and it was great advice and he's a great friend yep. and he knows you well enough to know Definitely. that you would have regretted not going. But I sort of, it sort of it seems, I don't know, it a little bit character. more. Yeah, it's a little bit more real. Yeah. But it wasn't great or perfect by any stretch. But it was the right thing to do. But if you didn't go, yeah, you would course. have romanticized it into a fairy tale. Well, and I still would. I still, I think 12 years later, I, I'm sure that I still would. I'd still be thinking and wondering what if I had. Like my life would be so much X, yeah. Y, or Z. Everything Better, would be more so fulfilled. different. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> You're the best. Shout out, Rob. We love Rob. I love that. <laughs> okay, let's see. Okay, I have another segment for us. Oh, okay. I love it. Tell me what you think of this. Again, these are going to be, you know, we'll switch it up. But for today, the next segment is called See the Good, Be the Good. I like the sound of this. Okay. I like. You know I like a rhyme. Yeah. I like a rhyme. Mm-hmm. See the good, be the good. Okay, this is what I'm thinking for this. See the good is like, because I do want to, we do live in, I hate to say it, a negative, a lot of times negative world. It's a challenging climate. We see a lot of times more negative things mm-hmm. posted on social media in the actual real world when you're standing in a long line and people are getting irritated. You see a lot of heavy yeah. negative things. So I'm asking guests and listeners to send in some time when you saw the good in the world. Mm-hmm. You felt restored, you know, mm. it restored your faith in humanity. See the good, be the good. Did you see anything good lately? Did you do anything good lately? Mm. Okay, so share. It could be anything. Anything beautiful that you saw in this world. See the good, be the good. Well, I saw some amazing good just two days ago. Oh. Why I... does he feel so good? Yeah. <laughs> feel the good. I'm feeling the good. I, um, I touched down in San Diego. On Tuesday night, I started work uh, for this trip on Wednesday afternoon, so I had Wednesday morning free, and I decided that I was going to take myself down to the beach, because... Because she's a mermaid. I'm a mermaid, and I love the water more than anything in the world, so I thought it would be a nice start to my day. So I headed down, I ended up in Ocean Beach in San Diego, which is a really beautiful, amazing colony of people. Um, you know, students and artists and families, and there happens to be a significant homeless population there as well. So when I went down early in the morning, a lot of the people who were sleeping outside on the seawall or on the streets were kind of starting their day. And I saw this group of probably college students, maybe 22, 23 years old, walking down with bags towards the people who had slept outside. And they started handing out breakfast sandwiches and asking the people what they preferred. I've got bacon, egg, cheese, sausage, vegetarian. And they had vegetarian options. Of course, it's San Diego. It's California, please. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just so nice, and they had a rapport with these people. Obviously, this wasn't a one-off. I'm gonna volunteer for the day and check it off my list and feel good about myself. This was something that they did on the regular. Oh, and so it was nice to see them all interacting and coming together as a community instead of feeling that stigma of, oh my gosh, there's a homeless person. We're not going to look at them. I'm going to walk fast exactly. and keep going. Um, so Which it, is many people's 
go to. Which is, which right. de- I mean, and definitely what I see on the East Coast for sure. Right. Um, but it was just what start to my day. I'm sitting by the water, watching the waves roll in, watching people communicate and literally feed each other with happiness. That's and, so beautiful. Yeah, it was nice. And I love that they were college age. They were young. Yeah. That gives me hope for the future. I know. I agree. Because working with the family that I work for, there are a few small children and the family is like kicking off this kindness sort of campaign. I love that. And they're very good about instilling this in their children. They are all about spreading love, kindness, positivity. They really inspire me. Being there actually inspires me to want to do this podcast and just spread it even further. I love that too. But part of this little kindness campaign that they're doing is they're, these kids are trying to brainstorm different things they can do in oh. their community. But the, the things that flow out of their mouths Amazing. so Alex. quickly, freely, and yeah. just like without end. They want to donate their clothes. They want to donate their toys. I mean, they want to donate, like, their newer toys. Kids like, get it. They're like, we'll get other things. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, It makes them feel so good to do something good for others. And we have to remember how important it is to not just teach our kids that, but to keep teaching and learning that for ourselves as we get older. Because when students start to get older in middle school and high school, a lot of that goes out the window. Well, you must see that a lot. And I do, career. especially with teenagers. You know, it's so academically inclined and educating the character and the person who you are is just as important. And a lot of that falls off. Um, I feel like, too, parents focus a lot on, like, uh, achievement mm-hmm. when it comes to academics and sports. Yeah. But no one's ever really giving achievements for being a good person. Which like, is, there's really no accolade. Yeah. There's no SAT for that. There's no trophy for that. No. Which is sad. Yeah. I mean, we're really, we really want them to do well academically. Yep. And we, all, we do want them to be well-rounded, but do we only want them to be well-rounded for their college application? Right. Or do we want them to truly be like those little kids that I see that are, you know, flowing these beautiful ideas? It's a double-edged ideas. sword. How do you think we can, conti- like, teach, continue, this? continue the yeah. education? Kindness education. I, I lead by example. I don't think it can be driven by an award or an accolade because... Right. It kind of it almost defeats the purpose. Well, of like, just what's, for, what's the point of doing that, it? Right. Yeah, but I think leading by example. I think what I saw in San Diego the other morning inspired me. The small things that I see day to day inspire me, and it definitely makes me want to keep on paying it forward. So if you be the good, you'll continue to see the good. Be we'll the pass good. it on. Tag your it, and that's it. That's I love it. That. Yeah. How do you feel about the oh, the boy. trend in social media <laughs> of sort of bragging about your kindness mm. as you Instagram story handing a dollar to a homeless person Where, like I get really icked out by that so speaking of social media I saw a post the other day and it was um, something about you know becoming like a, a very the well-roundedness of a person and okay. what you can aspire to and one of the challenges it listed on there was um, to perform an extreme act of kindness and tell nobody about it. That's the goal. And that's the goal, right? It's It, it shouldn't be about um, going viral. It right. shouldn't be about having to tell people. It, it. You should just want to do it because it's the right thing to do and it makes you feel good and it makes someone else feel good and we should all just be taking care of each other. Right. Yeah. And selfishly, when I do do an act of kindness, it does make me feel good. So I am still gaining something from it. And it should, and you should. Right, but it can't be for the aim of going viral. It can't no. be for the 
the, you know, the it's recognition. up for public consumption and public accolade. Like yeah. someone's going to reward you or, you know, recognize what you've done. Yeah, that feeling should be the reward. It is. And that might and sound, it's so amazing. And that, that might feeling. sound really corny, but it is true. And if you're someone who's listening who has been the one to either perform or receive that amazing act of kindness from someone, then you know that that feeling is just as valuable as getting a hundred likes on social media. I know. It should, it, it's more so. More so. Yeah. Absolutely. Be the good, see the good people. Be the good, see the good. And if you guys who are listening, if you have something you want to share that you saw, I love stories like this. I mean, I can't get enough of the Facebook yeah. videos of all the, all the beautiful things in the world. Yeah. Not necessarily the ones like we're saying where they're bragging about an act of kindness, but like I cry for every video of every soldier coming home and hugging their I do younger too. sibling or <laughs> reuniting with their dog or I, I live for it all. Sitting on the couch with a glass of wine bawling when I oh. watch those. I mean, yeah. I think that's the only way to They're do it. They're so emotional. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so that's see the good, be the good. I love it. What do we think? You're doing, also you're doing a great job, Caitlin. Oh, thanks. I love this podcast already. I mean, I'm trying. I'm I'm trying to, I, I mean, I have an, I love podcasts. Yeah. And you I do love podcasts. I do. I yeah. got into it about like two and a half years ago. I was taking a hosting class. I said this in the intro, so people have already heard this, but I was taking a hosting class and my teacher was saying one of her former students, mm-hmm. you guys probably, if you listen to podcasts, you may know her, Kelty Knight. Mm-hmm. She is one of the hosts of the Lady Gang. Oh, right, right. And she, um, she's a former student of my teacher. My teacher said, you know, one of my former students started a podcast, and this is two and a half years ago, mm-hmm. and I'm, I mean, podcasts have been around longer, but oh, this is when I was introduced yeah. to it, <laughs> being the dinosaur that I am. <laughs> but uh, I said, oh, I like the, I like that name, The Lady Gang. Like, that really, like, clicked yeah. with me. And just being supportive of other women, I was like, let me give it a listen. This yeah. is a former student. I didn't realize that Kelty was so successful already as a TV host mm. on TV, all, like, five nights a week. Sure. But I listened to Lady Gang, and I really fell in love with the medium. Yeah. And so I listen to all different kinds of podcasts. Comedians, men hosts, women hosts, people who do it alone, people who do it with co-hosts. And while I love them all, and I, I take different things from each of them, I wanted one that was going to fill in sort of like that feel-good, positivity, yeah. uplifting. Because sometimes they're really funny, and sometimes being funny is, you know teasing or jabbing sure. at things in pop culture or yeah. with each other. And there's totally room for that. And I, and I do laugh and love that. But I sort of wanted one that was like for the people who wanted to feel, I don't know. Connected, connected. To a greater, kind, good community. And I'm crazy spoiled with so many wonderful, amazing women mm. that I want to interview and that I want to showcase and that I want other people Sh- to, yeah. I'm like, I have amazing friendships that I want other people to hear what they have to say. Because I can't just be getting all this good advice from my friends. Yeah. We all need it. <laughs> Share and, it with the world. And that being said, I want the good advice from you guys listening and your friends. Yeah. So send it in. Yeah. Send in your see the good, be the good. Send in some questions for questionable content. I love that. I like, these, the good, be the I like good. these conversation starters. Mm-hmm. Me too. Okay. You ready for the next segment? I'm ready. Okay. This is called Attitude of Gratitude. Ooh, I like the sound of that. I do like a rhyme. Yeah. I like I've it. I've like noticed. Themes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Attitude of Gratitude. So this is something that I'm also doing new for 2019. Okay. I'm really jumping on board here. The vision boards, manifesting, whatever you may call it. 2019 is a big year. And we're only in February. Amazing. We've got so much time. Okay, so... Something new I'm doing in 2019, also inspired by the family that I nanny for. Okay. They do teach me a lot. 
They have their children doing something called a gratitude journal. Okay. And it's they bought it on Amazon. It's and it's a it's called the one minute gratitude journal. Mm. So it's super quick, not a huge commitment. I mean, Easy. because as much as I love it, we don't have all day. Right. So I went on Amazon. I got two for my husband and I. Mm. And I we do it every night. It's just really quick. Oh wow! Two three sentences. Something yep. that you're grateful for. But what I like that my husband kind of put a spin on it. Because I was tempted to do, like, today I'm grateful for my mom, today I'm grateful for my dad, and just so you could kind of have, like, these typical answers, sort yeah. of, like, corny answers. So my husband was like, no, we should do something that we're grateful for in this particular day. Mm. Aside from all the other days, if it's just these 24 hours, what's something that we're grateful for? Because I just feel like that keeps you in the day. Yeah. It keeps you present. Yep. And he said, if it was our last day on earth, you would know what I was grateful for that day. If you were to read it back, which I sort of like that spin on it. Yeah. So, seeing as this is auditory, yes. we're going to do a verbal okay. gratitude journal. Okay. Okay. So, okay. attitude of gratitude, what is something that you're grateful for in this day? This day. 20 these 24 hours. Okay. I mean, you're in sunny Beautiful San Diego. You have a cocktail and you're with your bestie. I know. There's so much to choose. So from. you did it for me. Thank you. I don't need to speak. I'm done. That's mine. Tag, that's mine. Sorry. Claimed it. So this has actually been an amazing 24 hours. Um, I'm in sunny San Diego. I'm hanging out with my best friend. I'm doing this podcast. I saw my family who live about 45 minutes outside of San Diego in Oceanside. Um, who I just love. And I was lucky enough to meet. And just had an awesome day with them. So that was really amazing. I had a wonderful burrito. Yeah. No, I have to say, that that's the thing. Like, you're laughing about the burrito, but some of the things my husband and I put in there are super, yeah. like, mundane. Or they seem... Because, I mean, every day is not sunshine and rainbows. No. But if you're trying to find one thing, sometimes it is something really small. So a burrito totally fits. It totally like fits. That being said... All of those wonderful things, which I am grateful for. Sorry, this is more than my one minute of gratitude, and it's more than two to three sentences, but I would have to say, although I've already said it, I have to go with the ocean because we went to Oceanside, California. We took a walk out onto the pier, which by the way, fun fact, is the longest wooden pier on the entire West Coast. Not just California. Not just California. I too. The whole West Coast. <laughs> It was beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful there. And we walked all the way to the end. And just to stand there with the sun sparkling and dancing off of the waves, looking at the horizon where it was just water and nothing else, it felt beautiful and inspiring. And I'm grateful for it. I, I can see it right now in my mind, that picture that I have that I spent time looking at it today, that, that picture is in my mind and it will be there on the days when I need it. That's amazing. Just like a mermaid to say that. <laughs> it was beautiful. But it beautiful. was beautiful. It, it was actually, beautiful. We, we, were, it, we were joking, it looked fake. Oh, I, it, it absolutely looked it was, it was like a movie set. There was a set. single sailboat. I know. A single sailboat and a single surfer. I know. Like, I mean, well, that was fake. I yeah, had, that, that, oh, I had okay. that brought in for your benefit. I figured yeah. that looked a little too, <laughs> little too perfect. The surfer guys, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I love that. Of course, I'm going to say for my attitude of gratitude, I know it's going to be predictable, but this is my first episode. I have had the Wonderful Week Instagram for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. You have. Never ripped off the bandit and got started, never put myself out on the ledge. And today I'm just grateful that we're out on the ledge together, yeah. that you're with me, me here too. doing this. And I really appreciate you coming in and doing this. I'm Honestly, honored to be here. It's amazing. Yeah. And 
I mean, we'll grow and we'll, you yeah. know, this will change and we'll grow. But this is a great, great start. Oh, my gosh. Start of something great and Wonderfilled. I love it. And you are so inspiring. And the Instagram and the idea of Wonderfilled, the concept of lifting people up and reaching out to women and being fun and intelligent and funny and inspiring is amazing. And I can't think of a better person to embody all of those things. And I have the best friends to come do it with me. Mm. Thank, you. Thank you. I just, it's, I want to create something that I have in the past needed. Mm-hmm. Like this is something I would have needed to yeah. hear. And that's where great ideas to. come from. Yeah. that need. I like that. Okay, I have one more segment. It's super quick. Oh, another one. The last segment. We're done. We're done. We're, we're, you're wrapped on all the things, all the beautiful words. But I, well, do I, have, could, I could go for hours. We, I do have one more segment. I Something I would like to do. Okay. Um, I've had this idea for a while is I would like to spotlight an artist. Oh. Um, at the end of each episode. Mm-hmm. I do just so many beautiful artists on Instagram. I, I do um, support a lot of artists on Instagram by like reposting their work uh-huh. and crediting them, of course. Yeah. And I just, it's like never ending, mm-hmm. the beauty that I see. So I'm going to go in ABC order. So I feel like that will buy me 26 weeks of answers. So today we're going to start with A. So the Instagram today that I'm going to highlight and spotlight, the artist spotlight is um, at ambivalently yours. Ambivalently yours. So this is a page that uh, incorporates pink art. Okay. It's really beautiful, really funky, original work by the artist. And actually something that they did, which I found to be amazing, is they started posting their art. Mm-hmm. This is from the story. Of course, I'm summarizing. But they po- were posting all this wonderful art. And they got a lot of questions in their inbox because of the art that they were posting. Like questions, advice, people wanting advice. So what this artist decided to do was to start a podcast. And the podcast is tackling all... She says she had a thousand questions in her inbox. Inspired by her work. That's amazing. Amazing. And it's just like all these conversation starters and all these questions and all these different people seeking advice. Mm -hmm. So what they're doing is they started a podcast by the same name, Ambivalently Yours. Mm. Oh, no, actually, I take that back. Ambivalently Yours is the Instagram, but the podcast is called Rebellious. Rebelliously Tiny. Rebelliously Tiny is the okay. podcast. And what they're doing is tackling each question mm-hmm. by m- creating a piece of art that goes with the question and then bringing in a guest and answering the question and talking about it, opening wow. up a line of dialogue, which I just was like mind blown. Like you're a crazy talented artist. Mm-hmm. You're crazy well-spoken like myself. I can't say rebelliously. Rebelliously. <laughs> <laughs> We're clearly both talented. <laughs> And I just feel like that's so cool. And I love this artist. I love this page. I've reposted some of their work. And so it's really worth checking out. Ambivalently yours. It's so cool. I'm definitely going to check it out. I love that. I love that it's artistically inclined. It's a universal language. And it does bring people together on a global level. And I can't believe the conversations it's sparking. Yeah. It's amazing. You have to see, you have to check out some of their episodes. But anyways, okay, this is it for us. So wow. thank you so much for being here, Julie. Thank you. I this was you so much fun. This was thank great. you. I love it. So follow, uh, you know, our Instagram if you're already, I'm sure you already are if you're listening to this. It's one at Wonderfilled Week. Um, subscribe, mm-hmm. five stars, like us, it's comment, awesome. good things, tell your friends. It's a beautiful Instagram. You should check it out. Yeah. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and mm-hmm. listen and tell your friends and have them subscribe. Yes, please. <laughs> please. Please, please, please. <laughs> okay. I love you all. I hope you all have a Wonderfilled Week. Inbox me, DM me, tell me stories, ask me questions. I love you all. Love you, Julie. Love you too, Kate. Good night. Good night.